Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 172 of The Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers, and I am here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. Happy back to school. Today yes, today is, is first the day. day. Yes. <laughs> so this airs uh, the day after Labor Day, so hopefully mm-hmm. everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. And if you are like Megan, among those kind of later anymore families. I feel like yeah. by now everybody's kids must be back in school, right? Do you know who I, mean, I feel like is the epically late is New York City. And correct oh. me, I know we have some New York City listeners, public okay. schools, but I, I want to say they're even like next week. But wow. we're, we're down to the very few remaining. Um, I know yeah. Minnesota and Michigan, some upper Midwest. Um, you got to get your summer in. And so yeah. you start after Labor Day. And I will say, like, last week was when we felt the the, the temperature start to turn. Like, there really? was some definite, like, fall-like days. Not cold, but yeah. just you can feel it starting, like, maybe jacket weather after, like, 6 o'clock in the evening kind of yeah. thing. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling pretty ready. So. Yeah. Well, happy official back to school. Of course, we're recording this the week before, so you've been... um pretty vocal with me this week about how you're ready. (laughs) I'm ready. Yes. The kids, it's like they're all climbing the walls and driving me nuts. Oh my gosh. That's how we were a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So today we are talking about, wait for it, dirty dishes and clean dishes and doing the dishes. Well, hopefully, you know, one leads to the other, right? That is the idea. That is the point. (laughs) A month or so ago, we did a whole episode, like a deep dive on laundry and people came out of the woodwork. People loved it. It's so funny that these very mundane topics that, but we all can relate to them. So just like laundry, it doesn't matter your socioeconomic status, where you live in the country, how old your kids are. We're guessing that you deal with Dishes. Everybody has dirty dishes, unless you are all paper plates all the time. Right. I'm not even sure how you'd pull that off. Um, there are some dishes to be done. There are dishes to be done. Um, so we're just going to talk about all of the ways we do them and some tips and some products we use and all our funny quirks. Um, I also want to let you guys know that at the end of the show, we have a really fun giveaway. The giveaway is actually happening on Instagram this week. You may have seen it already. 
um, because it went up a few days ago. But if you haven't, we're going to tell you about that and point you in that direction because we've got an awesome giveaway from Seekai Run, which makes great shoes for kids. So listen to the end. You'll get the details there. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay. Well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as forever chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Okay, Megan, I have some foundational Oof, questions I feel for like you're you. about to like, we're, you're about to put me right through oh, the gauntlet or something. Oh, this will be fun. There's something okay. really satisfying <laughs> about comparing notes about like something so simple. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So these are just some rapid fire questions. Do you have dirty dishes in your sink right now? Oh yeah. Like by this time of day, I always got at least one from whatever I made breakfast with. Okay. And usually a tea mug. Okay. That's then, like, like a couple yeah. of dirty dishes. I have yeah. many dirty dishes in my sink right now because as we'll get into, I don't mind letting them build up a little bit, especially yeah. now that the kids are in school and then just really enjoying getting them all cleaned up so yeah my, my sink's pretty full right now actually and I think I think I actually put so last night I like to have the um, dishwasher full and running when I go to bed that's mm-hmm. like my goal and if I really have the wherewithal I will try to um 
get everything done, like all pots and pans and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure last night, right before I went to bed, I decided to clean out a pan of leftovers that had been sitting in the fridge. Mm -hmm. And I think I just filled the pan with soapy water and went to bed. That's one of my, so... that's one of my signature moves. <laughs> Fill something with soapy water. Because it feels like you've kind of done something. Totally. Yeah. And you yeah. can kind of wipe down the counters because it's all contained in the sink or whatever. But yeah. okay, we'll come back to all that. Okay, so another question is, do you, and this is kind of quick, but do you, what yeah. do you remember about doing dishes growing up? And this could be, your mom or your dad doing dishes or maybe the products that were used or maybe your own, like as an older kid or teenager, your own dishes doing obligation. So I remember very specifically, my brother generally washed and I dried when we okay. were little. I remember we used um, palm olive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my mom's house. And then when I moved in with my dad and stepmom, I want to say we were, whatever the one that was like supposed to cut grease out of the way. Is that Dawn? Yeah. Don cuts grease out yeah. of your way. <laughs> yes. Like I remember I was like really into TV. So I would repeat commercial slogans know, to myself. You are really a while, wealth. You are a treasure trove of yes, TV while doing jingles. whatever. So yeah, that she used Dawn. Um, the other thing I remember about the the kitchen of my mom's house is she had this like old, really awesome. I wish it had stood the test of time. Um, probably 60s style um, lotion dispenser with Jergens lotion in it. Oh, nice. And it had that vanilla smell. Mm -hmm. And then when and it was like this cool pattern. And then when I was done washing, I would always like slather Jergens all over my hands. But you know how when you're a little kid, like there's your hands don't soak up lotion. Yeah, they're not as dry because your skin is so yeah. pure. Yeah. So I would walk around the house like just be greasy. wiping lotion like every everybody <laughs> like, can you want some of this lotion? It's so really funny. Yeah. That's really funny. OK, I remember a couple of things. Um, one thing I remember is we had this little TV in the kitchen from when I was about probably 10, but it lasted forever for like 10 or 15 years. And it was small, like a small, like mm -hmm. 12 inch TV screen. And it, my mom would have the news or some, maybe a rerun, maybe like comedy reruns or something on yep. while doing dishes. And I just always had really positive memories and associations with that. And I always wanted a kitchen TV. And we actually got one in Arizona. It was cool. It like bolted to the counter and then the screen flipped down. Yeah. And um, I feel like I watched it while doing dishes for some periods of time. But then I don't know, I think the internet took over. And then yeah. I had kids who were old enough that I actually didn't want them watching what I was watching. Because like when they're babies, you could put on the news. But then right. when they're four. Yeah. It's like, ugh, deal with that. Yeah. Nowadays. So anyway, I had yeah. a very positive association with my mom while doing dishes or maybe prepping food having the, this little kitchen tv on it we weren't a big tv family we didn't watch a lot of tv but it was like this background having the news on either in the morning or the evening that was my that's my memory so you want to know something really funny about that yeah. my aunt we never had a tv in the kitchen growing up but my aunt uh my glamorous aunt paula mm -hmm. who didn't have children always did and i remember thinking like how cool that was and a couple of years ago i did get this feeling like if i had a TV in my kitchen, I might be a little more tuned in culturally to yeah. what's going on like in the news and stuff because it's such an easy way to watch it. And then you don't have to like sit, you're not settling down right. in front of it. Right. You're just like kind of passively consuming yeah. it. I've actually, I don't have a TV in my living room currently. So I've actually thought about putting like a little TV in my kitchen. Well, you know, what's so funny is we just recently got rid of this flip down one. We did bring it to this house, but we almost never watched it. Brian would put baseball on it or something. And I always kind of felt like, I wish we watched this more, but it just, our lifestyle didn't support it. And he was, yeah. he was, we have Apple TV everywhere we have. TVs now. And Brian was asking his friend who works for Apple, like, is there like some way to have, you know, like a small or an Apple TV hooked up to a small 
TV and his friend yeah. was like, I think you're talking about an iPad. Yeah. Like that's, that's, <laughs> exactly. all you, that's all you need yep. is like mount an iPad because we don't yeah. have cable anymore. We don't like right. everything. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. It would also be streaming from somewhere. Right. So, exactly. yeah. Okay. So um, another quick question. Tell me about the shape of your sink because every sink is different. Like some have two sides and where the disposal is. And also what is the view from your sink, even if it's just a wall? Okay. So I'm having a hard time right now picturing whether my sink is, it's a, it's rectangular and there's two sides mm-hmm. and I think both sides are equally, equally sized squares. Okay. But one of them might be a touch smaller okay. than the other. And is the dispo- um, do you have a garbage disposal? On I have no side? disposal and that's been <gasps> oh, really hard, hard to get used to. That is that's, really Yeah. Hard. We can talk, we can dig into that a little will, bit because yes. I, I have some questions about that, but, um, and it overlooks my driveway. My camper is right outside there and my neighbor's yard. And, and all you, the junk they leave laying around their yard. So you do have a window. And do you have any kind of little windowsill or like backsplash? I have or- a windowsill with a bunch of kid art. Like kid, um, I have like a bunch of little clay stuff. Yes. Little clay it. decorations and stuff. I think that is have. something um, that's so uniquely personal. But we all have like the little things in front of our sink. Yeah. And I can remember the things that were you know, that are in front of my mom's sink and my grandma's yeah. sink. And anyway, I've carried them from house to house. Yeah. too. I used to collect the little figurines that come in the red rose tea box. And my okay. kids really got into it. And then we realized like they just kept using the same ones over and over. Oh. So I, we had like duplicates of all of them. Okay. So we've kind of gotten away from that. But definitely the kids have made some really cool pottery yeah. in school. So yeah, I love it. Okay. Mine, mine is a rectangular stainless sink. It does have a big side and a small side. So yeah. the small side is on the right and it's almost even a little higher up. I feel like like it's also not as deep and that's where the disposal is. So it's the okay. small side with the disposal and then the big side, which is big enough um, for, you know, you could soak a cutting board or, you know, yeah. you can pile a bunch of stuff in there. Um, and then my view is my backyard and it's a really pretty, you've been in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I have a small backyard and it's just a patio backyard, but then it's on this hill. So you end up looking at kind of the trees on the hill. So the it's lemon a, tree is, yes, is the lemon is tree. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I do have a very, a very shallow little windowsill there and I kind of change out what's on there, but often I have like a small candle or if I'm really on my homemaking game, I'll have like a little bud vase with flowers or something up there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fun. And then um, the last little quick fire question is when was the last time you lived in a house where you did not own a dishwasher and did everything by hand? I want to say it was two houses ago when we first moved in. Okay. Um, we did eventually get a dishwasher in that house. We redid the kitchen. But I want to say when we first moved in there, like in 2010. So you had all five kids. Like, Yeah, and there was not. And the, and the house before that, we did not have a dishwasher. So there's two houses in a row we did not have a dishwasher. It was like a year and a half total, okay. I think, that I didn't have one. It honestly was not that bad. I you actually, get used to it. You, you really do. And we're going to talk about dishwashers, but I've had some real dud dishwashers. Yes, and there's it's, nothing more A dud dishwasher is worse. It's worse. Yes. It actually can make your dish dishes more dirty. Like yes. it can add that grit. And to then them. it makes you so mad. Yeah. And it bakes yeah. stuff on. So it will, yes. they'll come out harder to clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last time I actually did not own a dishwasher was the last apartment that I lived in in Chicago before Brian and I moved to Arizona. We lived together. And um, before that, um, I think when we did our decor episode, I talked about how I actually had a really nice apartment after college, like kind of a grown yeah. up one. So I had, I came from this kitchen that actually did have a really nice dishwasher and then went to without. But it was just the two of us and it was yeah. fine. And I agree. I've gone through times where I've had a broken dishwasher, including like weeks at a time with a broken yeah. dishwasher. And it ends up being fine. I think the thing with having a bunch of kids around is you 
it gets very easy to produce a lot of dishes. And as soon as you don't have a dishwasher, you realize like, oh, you you're re- out of the rhythm. Yeah. Like you could reuse yeah. that water cup or like we don't yes. need I could just put this snack on a paper towel. And not, yeah. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. And the dishwasher and often really serves as a holding. It's not that washing the dishes are that hard. It's that you want them out of sight. Right. Until you're ready to wash right, them. You just and need that's to move what, them through the. Yeah. Yeah, you got to move. Well, you, and when I didn't have a dishwasher, I just did dishes more often, but I didn't I didn't spend more time doing them. I don't right. think I was just I had to do them. You in had bursts. to stay on top. I had to it. stay on top of it. Yeah. Yep. OK, so we're going to go into kind of some habits and some other questions about doing dishes. And then um, in the second half of the show, we're going to get into more of like the products we use and any more like tips in that area. So okay. I'm just going to keep going if you're good. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so we kind of maybe touched on this, but do you have a specific time of day or, you know, a routine to when you do dishes or is it just as they're dirtied, you know, then yeah. it's just rolling process? It's it's one or it's typically one of two times of day um, right around now, like when we when we're done here. Mm-hmm. So right now it's about two in the afternoon um, between like two and three is a time that I like to get like before the kids come home mm-hmm. from school. I like to get the kitchen cleaned up um, in preparation for the evening. And that's one time that I would probably like finish loading from breakfast if yep. there's anything left over from yesterday and run it um but the other time would be right like right before bed yeah so that's those two times i typically don't do them first thing in the morning and yeah yeah, yeah me too so i i would say that like well we're just barely into this back to school routine but the kids go off to school i've been going on a long walk kind of come back and if i'm feeling if i don't feel like working yet or doing anything else or i'm not in a big hurry then i might do a big Often I'm listening to a podcast because I've just been on a walk. So I might continue listening to a podcast and tackle the breakfast dishes and just general kitchen stuff from like the morning rush. But if I have like a work call or if I'm feeling motivated to get right to work, I'm not above just leaving it. And that's what it is today. Yeah. And then I might tackle it like after lunch, like I'll eat lunch. And then, like you said, like before I go get the kids, um, do some. And then if there's anything from my lunch or anything that I didn't get to, I also really like doing dishes during when the kids are having like after school snack because they're unloading their lunch boxes anyway. And so all of a sudden there's a bunch more dishes yeah. and that's another time. And that's actually, I don't have a set time when I run my dishwasher, but I say, I would say it's pretty common to have it be after school. Um, because anything from the day is in there and then the lunch boxes come home and often I'll run it then and then they're clean before dinner. So then we're actually like unloading the dishwasher as we set the table and then it's empty for the dinner dishes. But it's not I mean, I wouldn't say that's like every single day, but that's yeah. sort of a common occurrence. And then I you you mentioned that you like to run the dishwasher at night. Are you is are you running it just once a day right now? Uh, usually. Yeah. 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 And in fact, when the kids are gone. I have to force myself to run it sometimes because I can't stand to run a half, like a half full oh, I dishwasher. Don't like either. I, I like, need it to be like at some point full. I kind of have no choice because I run out of certain things. Like I yeah. run out of tea mugs, but I have like I so there's all of my tea mugs are in the dishwasher because I've been using them. But like there's only three plates. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, because I'll I'll do things like leave a plate out and reuse it like three or four times. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So I've had to just get used to that. But like when the kids aren't here, it's probably more like every 32 hours or something. I don't yeah. run it every day, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a fun one. I'm going to okay. give you four tasks and I want you to put them in order from favorite to least favorite. I mean, maybe okay. you don't love any of them, but the one you like the most to the one you like the least. So the okay. four tasks are rinsing and loading the dishwasher. So getting okay. re- you know dishes into the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher and putting it away, 
hand washing your pots, pans, and things that don't go in the dishwasher, and then drying and putting away those pots, pans, etc. Okay. So this is totally honest. My favorite one would be hand washing pots, pans, and other things that don't fit. Okay. Um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, I just kind of actually really enjoy hand washing dishes. I, I do too. Okay. Um, secondly, I feel like it makes a huge impact. Like the impact of getting a pot out of your, out mm-hmm. of your sink and putting it away makes a big difference. And I also kind of get a kick out of like hand washing knives and putting them in the knife block. Mm-hmm. Like it just some, some satisfying thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and what I don't like is having to do it because it kind of throws everything else off. Like it can back things up. It can back things up. If you've got like silverware that got jammed under a pot or whatever. So it's not, I don't love the fact that I have to do it, but I enjoy doing it. The second would be rinsing a load in the dishwasher. Don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the third would be unloading the dishwasher. And the fourth would be drying and putting away pots, pans, okay. and other things. So I don't enjoy, well, I don't know. Like, I guess it's just harder to put away pots and pans because yes. I have a small kitchen and well, anybody like yeah. you have to kind of like stack them up and like everything has, yes. to, it's like puzzle pieces and it just, it and takes sometimes effort. like the lid is not with the thing and like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's effort, but I will say of all of those tasks, putting away pots, pans and other things is the only thing I feel like I am the only person who can do right. Oh, interesting. My kids never get it right. Like they'll do something like put a huge frying pan on top of a tiny saucepan. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I mean, so I would love to delegate that, but I never, yeah. ever, ever do. But I always delegate. I mean, if there's somebody around who can, um, who can unload, like anyone yeah. is even remotely nearby, I will delegate that task. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting because I think I'm unique in this area, but my favorite is actually unloading the dishwasher. I know a lot of people who hate that. I know my husband hates it. I think the reason I like it is we often have a backload of dishes. And so to me, emptying the dishwasher is really fast. I can, the way my kitchen is, it's a good size kitchen, but I can stand in one place and reach almost everything that comes out of the dishwasher. And it's, then I feel like then it's empty. It's ready for the next things. And it's just a satisfying it's a satisfying thing for me. Now, I will say when I've had dishwashers that aren't doing their job, it's one of the most frustrating things. Because yes. if you're pulling stuff out and there is dishes that aren't clean and then yes. you still have a backlog of like the next things that aren't clean, that is super frustrating. But right now my dishwasher works pretty well. So I really like unloading the dishwasher. Um, I would say um, next would probably be hand washing the pots and pans. I like you, although there's certain things that I kind of avoid, but I do like that as well. And then rinsing and loading the dishwasher. And then, yeah, my least favorite is the same, putting the way, drying and putting away the pots and pans. It just feels like I have a really nice drying rack and plenty of counter space. So it feels like I just keep leaving them to air dry and then using them again, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Like never. I do that. I I sometimes just stick like my most popular pans right back on the stovetop yeah. because I know yeah. I'm going to use them again. I, I've, when I moved, I really pared down how many I have. And so I have like a nice big skillet, a nice small skillet. And then I have this like cast iron thing that I make bacon on and, and a couple saucepans. So it's, I could really keep a couple of them out yeah. at all times and it wouldn't be that bad, but I, yeah. I, I'd like to put them away. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one other thing about putting away dishes. One of like, to me, the, um, what's the word on the sense, the least, like the worst sensory thing ever. Mm hmm is the feeling of sliding a plate under another plate Ooh. or under a bowl. Yeah. So in my it kitchen, like, yeah, like if you have a, I don't know if you've got your dishes stacked at all. So yeah. if you've got like big dishes mm-hmm. under littler ones or whatever, mm-hmm. and you get a big one, you know, you have to slide it under, Ugh, mm-hmm. it's making the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Like it makes this little squeaky sound and it doesn't matter if they're like, yeah. Um, the, what are the Corel? It doesn't matter uh-huh. if it's that or pottery or whatever it, or ceramic, whatever it is. It always makes that 
ugh, I don't like it. It's like yeah. fingernails. I hear you. That's Ew. really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. When you, if you've just had dinner and there's food left on the plates from the kids or whatever, does that go in the garbage or down the disposal? Now I wrote this question before I found out you had a disposal so yeah. you, or you don't have one. So you can answer for past disposal situations um, or talk about I would your current. say for the most part, when I had a disposal, as long as it wasn't bones or yeah. eggshells or all the stuff you're not supposed to put in there, I would usually put it in the disposal. Um, currently the biggest problem is things like cereal mm-hmm. because yes, that is the the it's worst really hard because yes. even if I put my the drain thing in it's all a big mushy mess yes. and I feel like it's still getting down there so yes. I have been having the kids put that in the toilet I have no idea oh, if that's a good idea but I literally don't know what else to do so I'm flushing yeah. our cereal right now that and you'll go in the bathroom and see like a bunch of Cheerios and it looks oh like gosh. someone puked it's really weird but I mean okay but I totally yeah. relate to that because yes cereal would be a hard one and you're not going to pour it in the garbage I would say this one has changed for me I used to put almost everything I could down the disposal it just seemed so easy um, and there was something that kind of grossed me out about a bunch of like wet chewed food or whatever in the garbage yeah, but yeah. since teaching my kids to clear their own stuff and do their own thing it's much easier for them the where our trash is it's much easier for them to put stuff in the trash and I don't necessarily trust them to know what can go on the disposal or like so now I would say we just scrape in the trash which I will say does make loading the dishwasher easier um than having yeah and then um how much do you kind of rinse or clean ahead before you put stuff in the dishwasher? This is highly dependent on how effective your dishwasher is. Well, that's okay. I was just going to say, like, I know you're not supposed to clean that much in theory. You're supposed to let the dishwasher do the job. Apparently that is makes them get cleaner or something. Yes. Because water creates a barrier to the um, detergent. So like you could scrape, I think would be fine, but you're not supposed to rinse and have them be really wet because water yeah creates a barrier got it okay that makes sense um in my new house in this you know little rental kitchen with a cheap basic dishwasher i put it in pretty messy because the dishwasher works really well great in my last house i had a much nicer dishwasher that go figure did not work very well interesting which i've i have heard from a lot of people by the way that like the fancier dishwashers often just don't work as well and i don't i don't know if that's one of those anecdotal things maybe people are just mad because they spent all that money on a dishwasher and they're like Come on now. But um, now, not very much. It's kind of like a quick scrape and it goes right in. So I have another dishwasher question. I'm going out of order now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going rogue on the outline. Do you feel like you know how to take care of your dishwasher? I feel like every time mine breaks, I've had some repair person come and basically make me feel like an idiot because either I wasn't um, cleaning it properly or there was yeah. some, not filter, but some little um like food catcher that I didn't know I was yep. supposed to empty and it's like one of those adult things that yeah. I just feel like do I know what I'm doing and maybe is it so, my fault <laughs> funny you should ask because yesterday I was like down like crouched down I've dropped something it like got under the you know the mm-hmm. rack in the back so I was like reaching in there to pull it out and I realized that there was food in the food catcher mm-hmm. which I forgot existed so yes I'm gonna have to take care of that now my old house, I feel like the dishwasher was not set up in a way that made it easy to clean that. Like this one, it's so obvious where it is. It's just a yeah, little right n- thing. Yeah, mine I right now it. is really obvious too. And I do, I empty it more often because I can see it. Yeah. The other one, I feel like it was like a real hassle to get it out. That that dishwasher was terrible. The little wheels popped off all the time. And um, so uh, I, I don't, I guess the answer is no, I don't do the things I should, but I've been meaning to start. Okay. How's yeah. that? That's good. Um, I think I've gotten better over time 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it is not easy. Um, what is the most annoying thing in your kitchen to wash? Like that you just dread or make somebody else do? Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, any kind of, I don't use these very often, but like any kind of juicer or like garlic press or something oh, that yes. hangs on to any or kind what about, of like little um, like a, shreds. The, the graters, the, um, like yeah. a zester, like yep. where it's really, Zesters, oh, that is the worst. The worst. Um, on a regular basis, I find sports bottle lids really annoying mm-hmm. because they don't fit anywhere. Yeah. So I just kind of put them in the top rack in a way that I hope they won't fall through. Right. What about you? Um, so <laughs> we went to stainless steel straws, uh, I don't know, like a year ago because I had environmental guilt over plastic straws. And um, I love these stainless steel straws. I think I've linked to them in the show notes before. But I even got little straw brushes because we drink smoothies out of them. There's nothing grosser uh, okay. than like having junk in there. Yeah. But and the, the straw brushes work really well. It's like a little kit on Amazon. I'll link to it. So there's no reason. Is it like a little bottle brush kind uh-huh. of, but yeah. like teeny? Okay, yeah, it looks like a, like a pipe cleaner. Pipe cleaner. And they, there's different yeah. sizes and they're really long and flexible. So I, they, I can put them all the way through the straw to the other side and go both ways. And it really does with hot water. Water, it ends up feeling like you get a, a really nice clean on them. So there's no reason I should hate it and avoid it. But I often just, I just, they're like the thing that sits in kind of the bottom of the sink and I just yeah. don't deal with it until I really, we have four of them. And so usually I can find a clean one. And anyway, that's the thing I avoid. Um, what about pet peeves about um, when you were married, your spouse yeah. or your kids? Like, obviously it's great to have help with the dishes and we're, you know, we're not assuming that any one mom should do all the dishes in their house, but sometimes delegating comes with <laughs> pet peeves. Yeah. Okay. I've got a couple. Okay. Um, I feel in. like, <laughs> I feel like, okay. So I have like a wine rack that has all of our nice, like cocktail type glassware on it. Mm-hmm. But anything that's not a colored cup of some sort or a jar, cause we drink out of a lot of Mason jars. Um, should go on that rack and mm-hmm. the kids never get that right. Like they'll always put wine glasses in with the regular glasses and there's just not enough room. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also I don't want them there. I want them in the other place. So that's one. The other thing is I have this really nice, like a, like a crockery utensil holder. Okay. Um, is crockery a word, you know, what I'm talking I about, so. right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like colored pottery yeah. kind of thing um, that matches a bunch of other stuff. And I really like it. And it's huge. It can hold almost all of my utensils mm-hmm. and the kids always just throw them in a drawer. And I'm like, you guys, it's yeah. easier to just put them in this thing. And then when I'm cooking and I've got my pot or my crock right there and then yeah. I go to reach for a spatula or something and it's not in there and then I have to go dig through the drawer. And then half the time it's like a pant, like a spatula guy and I got stuck. Yeah. And it's in the way and I can't open the drawer and then I just start screaming and throwing things. So I don't do that. But it, it does kind of annoy me. How about you? So um, the kids are still young and learning. My pet peeve with the kids is they all clear their plate now after meals. And we have a long, like it's kind of one long counter from the sink all the way to the end of the counter, which comes into like my little desk area. And it's pretty uninterrupted counter space. And like, I've noticed that they know they're supposed to bring their plate to the sink, but they take the shortcut and they end up leaving it. I mean, four or five feet, much more closer to where, you know, like papers are and like, like more like administrative life type yeah. things. Um, but because it's all one long counter, they feel like I'm clearing my plate. And then I go over and it's like on top of my notebook or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's funny. Um, for Brian, and I will just throw him under the bus a little bit. He's great. I mean, we both do dishes. We're egalitarian in that way. But while I don't have a problem leaving a bunch of dirty dishes, once I do them, I do them pretty thoroughly. I feel like he is 
guilty of the rinse and stack and leave them mm. when the dishwasher is ready and open. Like, so especially after dinner, I'll be like, oh, the dishwasher must be full or running because you stacked all these dishes in the sink. And then I open it and it's not, it's ready. So it's like, just that little more extra step. Like, one well, more, that's, did I tell you that used thing. to drive John crazy about me? Because oh. I would consider that to be making space on the countertops. Yeah. And I it was like we, one more step close. It was one step closer to having it done. I was going to do it eventually. Right. I always did, but I would stack it on the dishwasher in the sink. Um, and that would mean sometimes food would go in the sink and that would bug like Isaac can't stand it. Like if a piece of bread ends up in the sink and gets wet, <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He just stands there looking at it. Like, what do I do? And I'm like, you just grab it and throw it away. He's like, but then I have to touch it. And I'm like, I know. It's not that so big of a it's deal. It's such a personality thing. And I, I yeah. almost am having flashbacks to when you've been in my house. Maybe we discussed this, that you and Brian are similar tidiers because yes. he will make piles of things when he tidies, but the, the piles have no sense to them. And in my mind, I would rather be a slob until I'm ready to put things in the right place. Or I would yeah. rather have a pile of dishes until I'm ready to tackle them. So to me, the like middle step of like, I'm going to tidy this into a pile, <laughs> but then not do anything about it. I don't know. So I, it's maybe an unfair pet peeve. It's just a stylistic. Difference. It's a style issue. I would rather be good enough, like have good enough tidying. And then I would probably take care of that whole pile all at once at some future yeah. time. And then that pile, like with, if it's something like that, like if it's papers, that pile will probably at some point become two, two almost like slightly better and more organized piles, but still imperfect. Like I work yeah. backward from yeah. chaos. Yeah. A step at a time. And I just I don't, live in chaos yeah. until I can light it on fire. I can't do that. Like yeah. if I have too much chaos around me, I can't think I can't yeah. do anything. So no, it is a style difference. Okay. Yeah. Any, now that we've thrown our loved ones under the bus, any bad habits that you have? I mean, I don't know what they are. <laughs> Cause you don't think they're bad habits. Well, first of all, okay. So here's something that's kind of funny. I have a bad habit of, okay. There's a couple big pots and pans and like a cookie sheet that I know should not go in the dishwasher. Oh, I know this because yeah. when they go in the dishwasher, nothing else gets clean because they, they block, block the flow yeah. of water. And so I will get so mad at my kids when they put that stuff in there. But like I'll st like maybe once every 10th time, I'll totally put one of those in there because I just don't feel like dealing with it yeah. or I'm busy or like I just want it off the cut. Like like we were just talking about, I just yeah. want it out of the way. And then one of my kids will always call me out and be like, mom, <laughs> I thought you said we weren't allowed to do that. And I said, you know what? You're not. Yeah. But this is my kitchen and I pay for it. So yeah. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. So it's not really a bad habit if I'm the one who has to right. take care of the, the aftermath, right? Yeah, no, I agree. So <laughs> what my, about you? mine is that we, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but there's something very satisfying. Like, let's say almost all of the dishes are done and you're left with those things that you maybe don't want to put in the dishwasher or that would benefit from a soak. So yeah. there's nothing more satisfying than a really hot, soapy, sink full of water that you can put just those last few things sure. in. Like I put the stainless water bottles we have in there and whatever it might be cutting boards, but then I am totally guilty of leaving that soapy loveliness for like for a long time until now, like Brian or the kids will come over and be like, do these need to be washed? Do they need to be rinsed? Like what is, <laughs> what is the status of this, you know, soapy? I just don't see that as a bad habit. Well, I just, I see that is as not your style. It, yeah. It's not taking it to conclusion. But like, you eventually do. Yeah. But sometimes I, mean, I kind of forget. I have never been to your house and thought it smells like rotting food in here. No, that's good. Or I've and I've never seen anything growing out of your sink. No. So eventually I, I mean, you're eventually getting to it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so last one is what keeps you company while you do the dishes? Are you listening to music? Are your kids well, keeping you company? Here's what's interesting. I would have said podcasts, yeah. but I've really switched lately to where now when I listen to podcasts, I'm trying to listen 
harder. Yeah. Um, and with running water yes, and stuff, agreed. I find that very difficult. So I typically have music on. Mm-hmm. My Google Home is right in the next room. And I also have my record player right in the next room. So oh, nice. if I have the wherewithal to think to put an album on before I start, mm-hmm. I'll listen to that. Otherwise, my hands are wet and I just tell Google Home to put something on. And it typically is like right now I'm listening to the musical Chicago a lot because I'm yeah. in the play Chicago. And so I'm listening to the music. But like I have a couple, you know, playlists in rotation that are pretty heavy, heavy rotation. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And uh, the kids, because our the house is much smaller than the old one, the kids are like right around me all the time. Yeah. So they're there too. I will say that I do sometimes use my Bluetooth headphones um, if I want to listen to a podcast while I do dishes and it works great. You can blast it right up, especially if no one is going to need my attention or interrupt me. Mm. There's something really nice about having headphones in and then the, the running water and the clanging pots and pans. You can hear perfectly. So we have our, I have my studio Bluetooth headphones. And a lot of times if I've come back from a walk with the dog, I'll just keep them in and do a bunch of dishes with my headphones in. But otherwise I'm like you, I don't like listening to a podcast or something that I'm trying to listen to every word if it's on the Google home. So I have the Google home too. And I would say, yeah, music. Um, In the old days, it was that little kitchen TV, which was really nice. Mm But um, while we're on smart speakers, did you catch that cute little video I made for our listeners? I sure did. So um, I'll put it in the show notes, but we have more and more of you listening on smart speakers. And I feel like smart speakers are kind of they've hit their tipping point. So lots of people use the Amazon Echo, the Google Home and the Apple Pod. And you can get our show on any of those. So I did a cute little video that showed um, different listeners asking to play the mom hour on their different devices. And it works on all of them. So um, thanks to the I had a couple of listeners help me out with showing it on theirs because I only have Google Home. But um, yeah, if you have a speaker and haven't tried asking it to play a podcast, it's it's fun. It's an easy way to use it. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. 
Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, we're still in the kitchen. We're still Here talking we are. about dishes. <laughs> um, okay, so... We, I think we've covered a lot. Let's talk about some, the actual products and tools that we use. And I know this changes over time, but let's, we got to get back to dishwashers because this is, they've taken up a lot of this conversation, but we're not done with them yet. I currently have a KitchenAid. Um, We replaced it in this house. We got a new one. Mm, We've been in this house four years, maybe a year and a half ago. The old one just died. I don't even remember why. Um, but I have a little story about high-end dishwashers. And that is that in our Arizona, our second Arizona house, we actually splurged and bought a Miele, which other than the Bosch, yeah. the Miele and the Bosch are like the two really high-end yeah, ones. Top of the line, yeah. And it was for various reasons. It was after a string of really problematic dishwasher issues. And my parents, who had built a new house and had a Miele, I mean, just raved about it. And it was, I know you said you've heard some not so good things about high-end dishwasher. This Miele was amazing. Like you could put in anything Mm -hmm. and it had the coolest um, silverware, uh, like a third drawer, a third tray. So you have your bottom rack, your top rack, and then this skinny little top, top rack for silverware that made all of, you didn't have to bend over and like get all the silverware in the weird little pockets. It was amazing. And we probably moved. (laughs) There were a couple of purchases for that house that we didn't know we were going to move to California. And we probably moved like six months later. So I one time had a melee and loved it and then moved and it was, it went with the house and probably we got no, we got no resale bonus or any like, it's too bad. You couldn't just like take it out. I think you could have technically. Well, you could have, if you had just been like, Hey, this does not come with the house. But I mean, but we, we how practical would that have been? But the KitchenAid I have right now is it's stainless on the outside. It looks really nice and it has been just fine. It was not top, top of the line, but Brian did a little consumer research and it's like for the price point, this is the one. So it's good. Yeah. Okay, so I almost feel like now I need to sort of, I don't know, give a caveat for what I said about high-end dishwashers. I think when people, when I've known people who get mad at their fancy dishwashers for not working well, it's not when they've got like a super high-end, like, yeah. you know, a Bosch or something. Um, it's more like when, what I've noticed is when you buy the top of the line in what actually is a mid-range brand. Yes especially if it's one of the newer ones that's come out and they're testing new features and stuff. I think that's when people get irritated because you've kind of pushed your budget a little bit yes, and you've kind of taken a risk on this fancy new one that maybe has a different setting or whatever. And often and then they it have just bells doesn't and, perform. Yeah. And often they have bells and whistles that you don't necessarily need. Do you right. know what I mean? I feel like washers yeah. are like that too, where it's yes. like, okay, I just want it to wash the clothes or wash the right. dishes well. Yeah. I don't need. Yeah. And the one I have, the KitchenAid, I would say is not like that. It's pretty simple, but it just works well. So I have a Whirlpool, um, okay. as does everyone around here. And it is like a very, very basic apartment grade Whirlpool um, with like a row of buttons on the top. It yeah. doesn't have, it's not fancy at all. Um, it's fine. I mean, it's a little louder than I guess the other one that I had was, but it works better. Mm-hmm. And my bedroom isn't like right off the kitchen. So I don't really care. I don't mind um, dishwasher it's, noise. Yeah. It's like white noise. I don't either. It's just like white noise. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't bother me. So it's fine. It works really, really well. And yeah. I bet it wasn't very expensive. And I bet it'll, it'll probably last the landlords forever. So yeah. um, 
Yeah, and before that, I had a Gen Air for a while that was nice. Um, and then I had a higher-end Whirlpool one, actually, that just wasn't great. It just had some, I think it was like a, almost not a prototype, but it was like first gen or second gen of a new product they had coming out. And so it was still, it was still sort of beta. Yeah. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, literally any level of top of the line or bottom of the line, if it works, that's all that it matters. Works. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So what about the detergent you're putting in the dishwasher? Do you, we talked uh, recently in our more than mom, we did splurges and saves. So this is kind yeah. of that question of like, are you brand loyal? Do you care? I get whatever pods are the ones that will get me points at CVS or Walgreens. Nice. Okay. Um, and typically that often is their store brand. Okay. So I think I got 5,000 points on the great value pods I just bought. Um, I think it was great value. Oh, no. Nice. Wal- uh, uh-huh. Walgreens that's has a Walgreens. nice brand. Yes. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I got 5,000 points for that. Nice. That little purchase. So that, nice. that's uh, $5. Yeah. Which I will be able to redeem on a future purchase. Yeah. So. Um, I, so I went to the pods more recently. If anyone has a recommendation for a more eco-friendly dishwasher detergent that works, I'm all for it. I feel like that's one of those last remaining environmental things that I just don't feel like they work. So I've tried various ones, but for, and then I'm talking for the dishwasher. I do use an environmentally friendly dish soap for hand washing dishes, but, um, I have the Kirkland dishwasher pods right now. So the Costco ones, they're working well. We were doing cascade when we first got this dishwasher, um, and I feel like the dishwasher salespeople and install people will always kind of scare you about you have to use the right ones. And so I think it's just trial well, and error. It's but because those companies partner. Totally. To totally. tell you to say that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. the Costco ones are working great right now. So what about when you're hand washing dishes? Your I have my Mrs. Myers soaps. OK, where do you get I, it? Um, where do I get it? Where? Yeah. Oh, wherever. Just I mean, the grocery store or whatever. Yeah, grocery store. I think kind of like everybody carries Mrs. Myers now. Even my like kind of little rundown, my glorified party store, yes. grocery store, as I like to call it. Even they have Mrs. Myers. And I switch back at the scents back and forth. Right now I have lavender. Oh, nice. But I just like, I don't know. I just, that makes it feel that much more, I don't so know. So do does the Mrs. Luxurious. Myers dish soap have a refill container that's bigger? I don't. I feel like I haven't seen not one. that I know of whereas no, like it, for so. their countertop spray they do and yeah. I like that so much because first of all I don't have to go buy it as often it's bigger and it saves money um so I think on our splurges and saved I talked about how I will buy a Mrs. Myers dish soap like once every yeah one like twice a year but then I have a Costco dish soap thing that I just put in it so I have Costco dish soap in a Mrs. Myers container I do like the the size and the feel of a Mrs. Myers Dish soap thing is so perfect on my it counter. It is perfect. It, I love squeezing it. Like yes. it's just, it's a nice squeeze. It's, it looks nice. Um, I will also say Method, I do believe does have refills. I feel okay. like Method always has like, if you're at Target, they have always that area where you can get like the big yeah, economy size one. Yeah. So that yeah. might be another option. Um, yeah. There is something about those Mrs. Myers bottles. And because I reuse them, I have them for like a year and I yeah. will put other soap in them and the, just the little nozzle on top is good yeah mm-hmm. okay so what about are you a like a sponge person are you a like a brush like a wand with a brush on the end yeah I like the wands with a brush on the end I broke mine or something and I haven't had one for a little while um so I've been using just like your typical yellow sponge with the green yeah. scrubby mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about yep um yeah I used to have somebody made me handmade crocheted dish rags once wow and i loved and i don't remember where i got them and i you know eventually they got gross and i threw yeah. them away i would run them through the dishwasher all the time and that kept mm-hmm. them pretty good but like they had to go 
I love them because they felt so soft mm-hmm. in my hand, but they could get into everything. Yeah, you and could, I felt like you they had did, some traction. Yeah, and I, they did a really good job cleaning too. And I kind of have just wanted more of those. So mm. if any of our listeners make those, let me know. Maybe I'll buy some from you. Yeah, or if your I, grandma makes them. Yeah, or your grandma. <laughs> Still, yeah. A little side hustle. I I actually want to say I got them like at a church bazaar yeah. or someone got them for me at a church bazaar. I'm almost so. having a memory of growing up and having some of those. I know exactly what yeah. you mean. Um, okay, so I used to have the the sponge on a wand type of situation, like where you'd fill mm-hmm. it with dish soap and there was, and I just got out of the habit. I don't know why, but now I actually prefer just a handheld sponge. Mine are blue. I think they're Scott Wright or one of those, but I, they're like the ones you're talking about with the yellow and green. Mine are yeah. just blue on blue. Um, I, I usually buy them in huge bulk packs because as soon as they start to gross me out, I know you can put them in the microwave and the dishwasher, but basically as soon as they start to gross me out, I throw them away. I've just decided yeah. it's not something I want to try and give a, a long shelf life to is a dirty dish sponge. So I will go through them. I don't know. I, I replace them pretty often. Um, I always like to have a washcloth or a rag and I have these microfiber rags from Trader Joe's um, right now that I really like. They're just at Trader Joe's in the regular aisle. Yeah. And I, I will use them for wiping down counters or for if I just want something softer and more tactile to clean something out. Um, and then I like steel wool. You'd only st- use steel wool on some things, yeah. but man, mm-hmm. it works really well. It really, really does. So I like I'm having... guilty of kind of I'm guilty of kind of like leaving it in the sink and having it make that rusty. Oh, yeah. I in the sink. But yeah. yeah, I wonder if so the ones I have, I feel like they don't do that anymore. I know exactly what you mean. So mm-hmm. I'll have to look up what it is, but they're yeah, in, see, a, maybe, maybe, yeah, they're in yeah. a three pack and I don't use them for every dish. I use them for our, our, you know, pots and pans that are not don't have any kind of a coating or. An, yeah. Um, so I like to have that as well. Okay. What about, so if you've washed a bunch of pots and pans, where are they drying? Like, is it a drying uh, rack? Is it just a, a dish towel? Um, currently, so I have just a standard issue plastic dish rack under the sink mm-hmm. um, that I could pull out. Okay. So it's not on the I counter at wanted. all times. It's not on the counter. Okay. I don't have enough counter space. Okay. So I just wash and dry at the same time. Yeah. That's what good Because right. Do. I mean, I sometimes if I have a lot of stuff to hand wash, which just rarely happens, but if I did, I'd probably throw a towel up there and just stack them on top of the towel. But I just find that it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't quicken the process for me yeah. that much. Cause I'm usually doing like maybe two pans and a bunch of knives. Okay. So I just wash, hand dry, hand wash, hand dry. Okay. Um, so I, actually have a dish rack right now that I think is so pretty and I love it. And I was frustrated because I felt like I would get these dish racks that would rust. And it's like, wait, they're supposed to get wet. Like, how can we not figure this out people? And even if they were coated with like a kind of a coating on the metal, it would always get like rust. And then you put something under it and that gets weird rust anyway. So this is a bamboo one. It's just from target It's not expensive. And it's lipper is the line and I'll link it up in the show notes. And it's a bamboo dish rack. If you, um, it looks kind of like a big letter X. And so it's really pretty on the counter. Um, I know what you're talking like, I can see it in my head. Yeah. Well, probably because I've seen it at your house, but maybe I don't, although I feel like it's more new, but maybe last time you were here. Um, I will link it up because it's really pretty and I do leave it out all the time because I don't like to dry and put away. So there's always things in it, Um, but it's just the right size and shape. It can hold big stuff, but it can also hold little, um, you know, like the kids water bottles and straws and little things like that. And then underneath it, I have one of those kind of um, foamy like matte things that absorbs all the water and that I have found if you wash it in the washing machine with really hot water it cleans up really nicely or I just put it outside in the sun sometimes to dry because they kind of get gross but then they they could bounce back so that's what's on the counter um what about rinse aid do you use rinse aid 
Um, no. <laughs> that is one not. thing that I think helps the health of your dishwasher, depending oh, on... Oh, does it? Do you think that's a water... I, would, I wonder if it's a water softening, like a... I always just dip- felt like it was a marketing ploy. I really don't know. That's not fair, probably, because I haven't looked into it. I just assumed. So... so. I don't know. Listeners, you can weigh in. I think in my purchase of the last couple of dishwashers, I was I was informed of the importance of it. Um, but I don't know why. So maybe I just was sold a line. But also I have this thing where I don't like indicator lights. So if there's an indicator light that says I'm low on rinse aid, I'm going to put rinse aid in it because I have like yeah. a compulsive need <laughs> to make indicator lights go away. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I feel like we've covered it. Do you have any yeah, questions for that, me? I can't believe we had that much to say about doing the dishes. I mean. We just talked for like 45 minutes about doing dishes. Okay. So listeners. But it, you know, it takes a lot of our life. So It does. And it's so idiosyncratic. So you guys yeah. can tell us what we missed. Um, yeah. What you have to say, chime in on Instagram or Facebook or by email. Um, but before we wrap, Megan, are you going to queue it up for us this week? I am going to queue it up. This is an episode. This is episode uh, 121. It's from a little under a year ago. So okay. just almost a year ago. And it was called Laid Back Mom versus Type A Mom. And this was a super fun one because it kind of fits with what we're talking about totally. today. Although I don't really feel like many of the things we talked about today had anything to do with either of those things. But still, it's like... Sarah, I think that we tend to fall into these, um, like we stereotype ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're like, you're the type A mom and I'm the laid back mom. And what we kind of did in that episode was like flip that on its head a little bit and showed the ways that actually that's not the case. And like where the things that I'm a little more, um, I don't know, particular about and that you're more relaxed about. And so we kind of really dug into both sides of both of our personalities. And I think that's important to do because... You can't always, you know, pigeonhole yourself. Totally. It was a really fun one. It was one that got a ton of listens and feedback. So I'm glad you picked that one. And it is, it does tie into dishes because, you know, I am super controlling about certain things in my life, but yet I have no problem leaving a sink full of dirty dishes for half a day. And I'm sure we talked about that. Yes, definitely. On that episode. We talked about how I can actually leave for vacation with dishes in my sink. And I cannot do that. The internet like recoiled in horror. I will. (laughs) Yes, I will like add an hour onto the you know my arrival time yeah because i need to get my kitchen and it's not like i recommend that or i love it i just (laughs) i can't do it like i just doesn't it doesn't like eat at my soul eat away at my soul okay and i'm gonna tell you guys about our Kai run giveaway so Kai run makes really beautiful high quality shoes and i had always associated them with um baby and like early walker great shoes for new walkers and like toddler shoes super cute but what we recently found out is that their shoes actually have several styles that go up to kids 2.5 and then some sneakers go up to a size three and these are big kid size shoes um, and their winter boots some of them go up to a size four so that will take your kids almost all the way through elementary school and we got to try a few fun pairs of shoes for the fall back to school season and my kids are loving them and the giveaway is happening on Instagram. So you just go to our page. Um, the entries will be open through this coming Friday, which is September 7th at 11.59 p.m. If you mm. if we're counting. Um, and it's a tag a friend giveaway. And those are always fun. It means you head there, you comment on the post with the name of a friend that you'd also like to win with. And you could each win a $50 gift card to see Kai Run. It was for super cute shoes. Um, yeah. And again, baby, little babies all the way up through um, size four youth, which is yeah. like the biggest that they yeah, get. Yeah, Clara's like just a three youth. So she's like kind of on the tail end and her shoes are super cute that she got. So yeah, I have both Reed and Violet in those for back to school. 
school. And there's, I mean, you and I have talked about before, Megan, that we like to save money on a lot of things, but quality shoes to me mm-hmm. is worth spending a little more on. So we're hoping to give some of you guys 50 bucks to spend on Seekai Run. So again, we're just the mom hour on Instagram and just head to our page and look for the Seekai Run giveaway. It'll be up through this Friday. Okay, that was fun. Megan, we will uh, reconvene next week for something equally fascinating. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up, everyone. Bye, guys. Talk to you then. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts, or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.